you're listening the Krav Maga Experts podcast. We are here to provide quality information from a qualified audience. We'll have interviews, facts, training tips, and all that you might know about the Krav Maga history and culture from masters and instructors from all over the globe. We're in contact with schools and federations that develop serious and recognized work in order to bring you all a high level of content. For the past year, we've been living through difficult days and going through stressful times. Some of us have been fighting on the front lines against COVID, doctors, as, paramedics, as, security agents, workers in essential sectors and services, and so on. Others have spent more time at home in recent months than in the past two years combined. In addition to some people who already worked at home and did housework in their spare time, everyone I know had their routines and their lives completely changed. In this sense, with so many changes in routines and customs, there is one thing that has invariably increased for all of us, stress. The number of people who are having difficulty sleeping has increased substantially. According to statistics, there has been a substantial increase in the number of sleep apnea tests. Alcohol consumption increased. There are very high, historic levels of unemployment around the world. Countless families have lost loved ones because of COVID-19, and many others are unable to have contact with their families because they are part of risk groups. Throughout our work with Krav Maka, over the years, we regularly talk about the worst nightmares of many people. The fear of home invasions, sexual assaults, assaults, kidnappings, terrorist attacks or aggressions carried out by aggressive and unbalanced people, bullying, etc. While the threat of a global pandemic is not a danger we are particularly qualified to speak about, the stress and fear this situation evokes is quite similar to those caused by the aforementioned cases of violence. Stress is the body's response to a state of perceived danger and an adaptation process in a new or unknown situation. It is the set of reactions of our body and mind to situations where we perceive a threat or imbalance slash change in our normal life. The physiological, cognitive, and emotional reactions caused by these specific situations may differ slightly from person to person. But overall, this is a universal human experience. Physiologically, when we are subjected to stressful situations, adrenaline and cortisol are released into our blood. Our pupils dilate and our field of vision narrows. Our brain's language centers start to shut down. Our heart rate increases and our breathing intensifies. Our body prepares and is ready to physically react to danger. Cognitively, reactions vary among people, so some people think of short sentences like, this can't be happening, or I must be dreaming, while others think of their loved ones. More experienced people or people with a trained brain can even recognize similarities between the situation they are in and other previous experiences. Emotionally, it is common to feel a higher prevalence of negative emotional responses, such as fear, sadness, guilt, confusion, anger, low mood, irritability, anxiety, insomnia, or even panic among many others. Brooks, 2020, when we dedicate ourselves to teaching Krav Maka, we don't just want to show ways to apply kicks and punches. The classes and teachings of the International Federation of Krav Maka, 
yes, have everything to do with emotional control and stress. Our aim is to make people overcome their limits and face their fears, becoming more confident, more secure, and controlling their emotions to make quick, safe, and assertive decisions. The stress caused by situations that involve some type of risk to life requires that our responses are as simple as possible. For this to be possible, we need to make crucial decisions in advance, during training, when the pressure is at its lowest. This is necessary for our cognitive system to relate the stressful situation to an already lived memory. In this way, we can identify that training is essential to respond not only to danger, but also to the stress that danger evokes. The stress of facing physical aggression is something that we can prepare for gradually getting used to in a didactic way, with plenty of time. And that's exactly what we do when we train Krav Maga in one of our gyms. During classes, we teach a move, a technique, whether it is an attack or a defense. When the student reaches the desirable level of proficiency for that movement, then we increase the stress involved in performing it. This can mean increasing levels of fatigue and exhaustion to perform the movement, forcing quick decision-making, or creating distractions and difficulties. The aim is to make it increasingly difficult for the student to perform the movement and increasingly decrease their concentration. The results of this type of work are amazing. The precision of the movements increases and, consequently, their effectiveness as well. When we put students under this type of training, three important things happen. First, they learn to act to save their lives in real conditions of danger and aggression. Second, any imperfections or technical flaws in the execution of the movement become obvious so that they can be easily corrected and improved. Last but not least, students develop a deep sense of confidence and readiness, thus becoming more self-confident and confident people capable of handling any situation. The stress experienced in an attack and the prolonged stress of a quarantine, although different in origin, have the same negative psychological effects. For this reason, we are able to notice quite clear differences between people who train with the International Federation of Krav Maka compared to those who don't. Anxiety and stress are present in almost everyone, but we can see a lower and much more controlled level among the most senior students and people who have never trained Krav Maka in our schools. The predisposition to experience stress consistently and voluntarily prepares the person so that she can successfully face a stressful or unforeseen situation more efficiently, solving problems and overcoming difficulties effectively, safely, and quickly brings countless benefits and positive feelings caused by security in decision-making and the tranquility and satisfaction of solving problems, among which we can highlight the feeling of relief and welfare. Well-being is a particularly important aspect of overall physical health as it directly interconnects with mental health. The feeling of physical well-being is an important characteristic, and it is directly related to how we feel about our lives in general and how we feel and manage our daily life. Research highlights a number of factors that provide insights into how the practice of Krav Maga and martial arts in general contributes to people being able to achieve these results in terms of a sense of well-being and consequently, less stress. Among the most important, we can highlight confidence, which can arise from a broad feeling as a whole 
or the confidence that arises through physical development, practicing self-discipline, and developing focus, a set of crucial support skills. For everyday life, we can also highlight as important factors for the feeling of well-being, the development of intellectuality that accompanies training, which arises from an understanding of ourselves and our own abilities, learning and individual growth, moral development, understanding of the right and from wrong, maturity and offering a way of life, as well as the social development that the practice brings, creating a support network, new friendships and the feeling of belonging to a group and to the community. The benefits for mental well-being are complex and interconnected in different ways, both with the practice of Krav Maga itself and with the social dimensions that interact with them, both inside and outside the gym. Clearly, the feeling of well-being is complex and encompasses, among others, the intellectual, social, and physical domains. Underpinning all of this is the idea that intellectual stimulation, social connections, and physical trust are highly relevant dimensions for well-being, emotional control, and stress management. The feeling of taking control is important to feel that health and well-being can be controlled, rather than controlling us. For many, Krav Maka, in addition to teaching how to defend themselves, offers a vehicle for learning about their own bodies and for emotional self-control. For example, the stress connection, so evident in the physical aspect during training, is the means by which stress management becomes possible. Recognizing the connection between mind and body makes it easier to find ways to manage both. This awareness is crucial to maintaining and managing mental health. Thanks for listening to the Krav Maga Experts podcast. Keep connected with us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're a Krav Maga master or an instructor who is part of a school or federation that is doing a great job and have interest in tell us your history, just send us a message and we'll be glad to talk to you.